2: Hello Canucks fans and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks conversation brought to you by HSBC World Rugby Sevens Western Canada's largest sporting event. This year is the ninth time the event has visited Vancouver as part of the World Rugby Sevens series. From February 23rd to 25th, grab your friends and your best costume and head on down to BC Place to catch 12 women's and 12 men's seven teams, including two Canadian squads, take to the pitch for three full days of jam-packed rugby and partying. Tickets on sale now at van7s.com, starting from just $40 per day. And if you want to go, we've got a four-pack of tickets for the entire weekend to give away. Text hashtag 7s, that's S-E-V-E-N-S, to 778-402-9680 for your chance to win We will be giving away a four-pack each week until the event. Text hashtag sevens to seven seven eight-four zero two nine six eight zero. My name is Dave Gujelli. That is Harmon Dial. Our technical producer is Grady Sass, and our intern is Lachlan Irvin. And today it's a team day off for the Vancouver Canucks. So in today's episode of Canucks Conversation, we're going to be redrafting the 2016 NHL entry draft. We threw this idea out yesterday. Uh, I'm excited for this, man. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be very fun. And obviously, it was under the guise, as people can read in the show description, whether you're on YouTube or the podcast, it was under the guise of seeing where that fraud, uh, P. L. Dubois, would end up going in a redraft.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for this. I, I think uh, we're gonna <clears throat> probably disagree on stuff, and it's always, uh, it's always fun when we disagree. Yeah.
2: I uh, came into the studio joking with you that uh, I was going to have him in the sixth round. <laughs> but I don't have him in the sixth round. Do you want to just get into this? Do you want to start it? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll go
1: first. Okay,
2: we're going to start the YouTube clip, though. We have to clip it for YouTube. All right, so we're going to redraft the 2016 NHL entry draft, see where Pierre-Luc Dubois falls, see who the Canucks end up taking at fifth overall. And we know this exercise has been done before, but this is with the complete benefit of hindsight up to this current date. And
1: let's see... Who we come up with first fifteen picks?
2: First fifteen picks. Yes, you should. I should have said that. First overall, Austin Matthews.
1: Don't with the first overall pick of the two thousand and sixteen NHL draft, the Toronto Maple Leafs select P. L. Dubois. (laughs) Stop. Be serious. It's it's Austin. Is this how
2: you feel with me when I do that to you? Yes. Oh my goodness,
1: that's annoying. Well, would you not send Dubois to Toronto? (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Good, good take, arm.
0: Okay, so Austin Matthews. Wait, you one. guys forgot to thank the uh, previous Stanley Cup winner and the current draft host <laughs> for their nice hospitality. No, and I forgot hate that. to mention. Uh, Matthews is from Scottsdale. Come the on. The Best thing about Patrick Alvin is he walks up to the
2: stage, that, and just says the player's name. Like um, I like, love it. If if he could, he wouldn't say the player's team name. He wouldn't. Say, he would just say the player's name that w- that was it if it was up to him i'm sure
1: or he'd just say the pick is in the pick And just is like in. leave it up to everybody else to figure <laughs> out who it is check nhl central registry <laughs> Jeez. okay number two to winnipeg not patrick line adam fox i have matthew kachuk i will take a number one defenseman fair enough who's won a norris trophy Ray over Shaw. uh a, a winger how technical do we want to get D-
2: does adam fox sign in winnipeg We have the full benefit of hindsight, and I didn't want to have to do this No, okay, I don't want to get into that. No, we don't have to get into that. You're right. Purely based on talent, sure. Adam Fox might be too. I think there's a good case to be made for Matthew Kachuk as well, who obviously has, you know, proven himself to be quite the playoff performer. And I don't know, man. I'm just thinking about this Jets team. And, you know, obviously right now, they could certainly use another 40 goal scorer and a power forward, the guy who fits the bill of Matthew Kachuk. And I know he's not having maybe the best season right now, but I'm going to stick with Matthew Kachuk Two
1: number three. By I'm, the way, I should we should also clarify at least from for my purposes, I didn't look at which team owned what what pick and was drafting based off need or anything. I'm just going purely totally off players. totally. Yeah, I'm I'm
2: just talking with the full benefit of hindsight <laughs> and where these players are at now and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Columbus, I've got the, Adam Fox number three.
1: Uh, I've got Charlie McAvoy number three again. I I think McAvoy is on the fringes of. I don't think he's quite a top five defenseman in the league but definitely top 10 because yep. sure he may not have the splashy point totals but defensively he's one of the best shutdown defensemen in the nhl and he can still chip in like at 52 points in 67 games last year um, on pace for 62 points this year you've got a guy that can put up 60 ish points and give you elite level defense that's a guy you build an entire blue line around uh i'd take that over a winger just because i think i, I put the positional premium on centers and um, defensemen. Usually
2: Corey Anderson in the YouTube live chat quads with the hot take a team could use a 40 goal power forward. <laughs> Corey comes from my hot takes every day. And folks. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find us at 2 PM live on the Canucks army YouTube channel. Make sure you hit subscribe. We do this show live. We interact with our listeners. Let's keep going with this segment here. I had Charlie McAvoy number four uh, to Edmonton number four. You have Matthew Kachuk, yeah. I hope. Okay. Kachuk, yeah. So you have Matthew Kachuk two spots lower than I do. So there's our first real disagreement. Number five to Vancouver. Who falls? Clayton Keller. I also have Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller is a Vancouver Canuck if you do a redraft. Especially Calgary?
1: because, yeah. like, he doesn't play with other star talent. So for him to put up the point totals that he does and yeah. had like 86 points last year, what would he be in Vancouver? He'd, he'd be knocking on the door of 90 to hundred points. And of Easy.
2: course, he's the 39th overall pick in this draft. And I think it was Sam Wilson that brought it up. Someone brought it up in the YouTube live chat. Yeah, Jeremy Lee, he said 2016 is a weird draft. Many scouts got it wrong. You and I obviously were doing our homework for this draft. You look back and one guy who's obviously going to get brought up on our list in the top 15 is Jesper Brat. Who went in the sixth round to the New Jersey Devils? Unbelievable! I, yeah, unbelievable that he ended up going that low and the impact player that he is, uh, pretty crazy to look back on. Okay, number six to the Calgary
1: Flames. I have Alex DeBrinket. I've just brought.
2: Oh, that high! I
1: think yeah, because I consider him a true play driver. Nice. I think he's somebody that can create chances on his own. Whereas DeBrinket, I love his goal scoring. He has unbelievable point totals, but he needs to play with somebody like Larkin to put those numbers up. He needs a prime Patrick Kane like he did in Chicago to produce those types of numbers. Whereas, yes, yes, Brat has also played a lot with Jack Hughes, but he can also drive play himself. Whereas I think Dabrinkit is more of a one-dimensional um finisher
2: also i think i jumped the gun and when you were talking about clayton keller i started explaining who alex to is when i said yeah 39th. No, yeah okay you were talking keller about Clayton 17. Keller. i don't know why i jumped ahead but yes i have to as well <clears throat> okay so we're gonna have a disagreement here because you have brat a lot higher than i do and we didn't look at each other's lists yeah i i had brat lower but i thought i think there's a serious case for Brat to be higher.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a guy, he's got 49 points in 46 games this year, uh, 32 goals and 73 points last year. It was around a point per game the year before. And again, I think he is the type of player that, whereas de Brinkett probably in terms of overall impact, isn't quite as valuable as the point totals would indicate. Yeah. I think Brat is a player who's probably a little bit more valuable than, than the point totals uh, would indicate.
2: Interesting. I want to change mine on the fly because I uh I don't I don't know. Okay, let's go through it. Let's go through it. I won't change my list. I won't change yeah, my okay. list. But I think I may want yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not allowing that. You got to stick to it. I will I will be stick stern. to it. Okay. Uh Arizona has the next pick. I have Tage Thompson. Me too. Okay. About time. Buffalo. Mikhail Sergachev is who I threw down there.
1: So I went back and forth on this. It's it's a coin flip for me between Heronic and uh Sergachev. Yeah. I initially went Sergachev, then I flipped to Horonic. Uh,
2: I actually did the opposite. I had Horonic and I went to Sergachev one spot ahead.
1: See, here's the thing. Sergachev last year broke out as a legit num- number one yes. defenseman. Better than Victor Hedman. But then he struggled in the playoffs, yep. and this year he... I mean, he's been injured as well, but has struggled. I'm honestly torn on this. I don't know what the right answer is. I... I'll lean towards Sergachev just because Heronik has the benefit of playing alongside Hughes right sure. now. And yeah. and we haven't seen Sergachev. He has never had a partner of that caliber. Sure. And he had a
0: way better team in Tampa kind of coming up after the draft as well. But then you can also be like, well, Heronik's a right shot. And those guys are premium pieces in the NHL. So I think you can make an argument either way. I
1: think I'd probably be more comfortable with Surguchev driving his own pair. Yeah. But Hironik's a better fit to to play alongside an elite defender Sam like Sam Wilson.
2: Hughes. Sam Wilson bringing it back a few picks here.
1: He has a problem with us putting
2: Tage Thompson behind Alex it. Yeah. I, well, I didn't. I don't. Ha-
0: I haven't picked Debrinket yet. I have. <laughs> so you went with the undersized goal scoring winger yeah. over the big strong. I know. I know. You know first line center. I know it's like, well,
1: he's you, also one of
0: the worst defensive players in the NHL. I know. And look at you the look team back he plays on, but yeah, well,
1: back. yeah,
0: I mean, why do you think they're one of the worst
1: defensive teams in I know, the NHL? I know. I, because Thompson is like awful defensively. Yeah. So there's,
2: there's, there's a case to be made in both places. It's it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation. I mean, I'm, I'm more interested in your picks 10 to 15 because we're at pick number 10 now, or no, we're not we're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, we are at 10. I'm surprised
0: quads hasn't picked a goalie yet. No, no goalies. No, goalies no. The oh, we what don't is have that. Goalies. I mean, who's making these rules? Yeah, I don't know. I'm you not gonna have any Philip goalies. Gustafson around there. No, nope. no, Carter Hart. Nope. Although, no,
2: no, no, I'm not taking any goalies in this one. Okay, we're at number nine with the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, the teams don't really matter, but. The Canadians did have the ninth pick here. I went Philip Peronick. I know you did yeah. as well. Originally the 52nd overall pick in the second round yeah, uh, from Detroit. And again, them. you look at this draft. One of the most interesting drafts for us to dive into here. Colorado, I had Jordan Cairo.
1: Uh, This is where I have to bring it. Okay. Do you have Kairu yet? I don't. I have him in my list later on though. Okay.
2: Yeah, I guess I'm I am not the biggest fan. I was about to say, oh, you have to bring it ahead of Kairu, But then I realized I have to bring it about six spots ahead of Kairu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where I think I may... I may disagree a little bit is putting Kairu behind Jesper Brat. And I have Brat right behind Kairu. But just looking at what they've done in their careers to this point. And again, I'm also looking at the fact that Kairu plays center. He's oh, he a right, doesn't?
1: Yeah, he's he a does. winger.
2: No, he's not. He's a center. Kairu's a pure winger, dude. No, he's not. He is, dude. Why do I have this wrong? He's way? one
0: of those hybrid types.
1: What? When has Kairo played
2: center? Now he's listed his, on
0: Hockey DB as a center. Trust now I have Hockey to look, DB. He's listed
2: everywhere. He's listed on NHL.com Dude, as a center. Check his, his
0: fantasy position eligibility. Fantasy? This is
2: real life. He plays,
1: he plays right oh, he wing. He has
2: like 10 face-offs in his career.
0: <laughs> okay, so he's not a center. Drafted as a center, converted to winger perhaps? Yeah, so with he's the benefit like, of hindsight, he's like Carter Garland center. size.
2: So... He think he's a
1: center? He's, he's listed like, at 6'1, 196, I know, but he's so light. He's so, a winger,
2: trust me. So with the benefit of hindsight, you draft a guy to be center and he can't be a center. You're right. Jordan Kyrou does drop a little bit here. Okay, so I had Kyrou, Jesper Brot probably it, Jesper brought is my next pick at Ottawa's pick at number 11. Who did you have there? Or excuse me, who did you have at Colorado? Oh, that uh, was Brinke. Okay. Yeah. Who, do you, who do you have with Ottawa?
1: I have a uh, Chikrin.
2: Chikrin. Okay. Yeah,
1: I I value the defenseman higher. i know Cairo has flashy point totals but he's a nightmare when it comes to defensive play turnovers there's a reason why blues fans have turned on him Re- like wow. not only this year but <laughs> last season as yeah, well yeah. Uh, after he signed the big contract he's just not let me put it this way i wouldn't trust him as one of my face of the franchise type players i almost I like don't a see the pl dubois yeah you-, you might say uh so I'll take Chikrin because I know Ottawa isn't having a good year, but Chikrin has actually been playing Do you well <clears throat> do you um
2: I don't know, do you take the do you take the injury history as well into account when you're looking with yeah. the full benefit of hindsight? Also, there's no goalies. <clears throat> People were like, uh, well, someone in the chat, he's not in this draft, but they're like, Thatcher Demko deserves to be a top 15 pick in his draft. He's not in this draft. yeah. But that, maybe this will be our offseason content is redrafting a lot of these drafts. We'll see if we continue uh, to do this. Okay, let's move on here. People are wondering why we don't have Patrick Line. Um, oh,
1: the, the there's redraft. a hot take coming up.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh, Sam Wilson says Line still has 388 points in 480 games. And I hear you. So I have brought to Ottawa. I agree. Too low. Should have been higher in mine. New Jersey, I've got Jacob Chikrin. Who do you have for New Jersey before we get to the next
1: one? I've got Sam Gerrard. Okay. And people, I'm sure people will be like, oh, undersized defenseman. To me, he's a top four defenseman who drives play. And the fact that he doesn't put up huge point totals because he doesn't want a power play is actually a feature because he's not going to he's not going to put up the point totals to command a huge contract. Okay. He's always going to be a player that, he's locked up for $5 million now. Yeah. I think that's um, a great contract, whereas part of the reason I have line A lower is because he's the type of player that he's completely one-dimensional. All he does is score, massive defensive liability, doesn't drive play, doesn't make any of his teammates better. But the problem is, point and goal totals drive contract value. So he's always going to be the type of player that is going to make more than what he's actually worth.
2: Yeah. I also have him as my next pick. I have him down uh, at my Carolina pick. So I'm one behind you. You've got Gerard one spot ahead. Uh, I've got Gerard there uh, with Carolina. So who do you have in the Carolina spot at number 14 for those? or excuse me, 13 for those keep. I've
1: got, I've got Kyrie there.
2: Okay. You got Kyrie. I had Kyrie higher probably agree that I should I I definitely know I should have had Brat higher and I know I should have Cairou lower as well. Okay. Boston. This is pick number 14. This is where I have Patrick Liney.
1: I've got your boy PL Dubois. You have Dubois ahead of Liney? Yeah. Okay. Actually,
2: well, you know I'll what? take you
1: know, I'll take the big bodied centerman who yep. sure he's not always consistent with uh his engagement but he he's a two-way beast when he is engaged we've seen it at points um in the playoffs and i mean honestly yes he's got this reputation now but talk to any jets fans about dubois tenure in winnipeg he didn't dog it he -hmm. did not dog it in winnipeg yeah he didn't want to stick around got cold uh but he was an effective force there and he's consistently been a guy that yes he's having a down year now but has pretty regularly put up 25 goal 25 plus goals and 60 points big bodied center i'll take that over um, the one-dimensional sniper.
2: Yeah, and you look at, especially with the benefit of hindsight, Line has broken 30 goals the last time, 2018-19. Hasn't done it since. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely correct, actually. um, That's probably where, as much as I love the bit of getting Dubois to the second round somehow, that is probably an appropriate, uh, appropriate place for him to be taken. So Boston, P.L. Dubois, that fraud in a redraft goes Fourteenth overall to the Boston Bruins. Minnesota at fifteen. Do you want to? Do you want to go to fifteen?
1: Yeah, I. Is Lining like,
2: completely out of your top fifteen? Well,
1: originally it was, but then I was like, eh, am I being too mean? I was, I was considering putting Brandon Hagel there just because I like those hardworking type mm, guys. Who, likewise, he's gonna put up sixty-four points last year. He's Going to be in sixty-plus points. Plus, he has speed, can kill penalties, good two-way guy, drives play. He's not gonna be. Uh, he's not going to end up with a bad contract potentially like line is but okay I, I can't reach that much at a certain point line does score and produce so much that you can't overlook it so as much as i like Hegel and was tempted by keep, uh about the idea of keeping line out of my top 15 entirely i don't think i can i'm gonna round up my top 15 with line line
2: is your dubois yeah.
1: Like, yeah yeah this is awesome is.
2: we found the two players i don't like dubois you really don't like Line, A. I had Brandon Hagel um, and Michael
1: Essimont, or
2: however you say But his also, name.
1: <laughs> like, Laine f- wanted so badly to do the Tej Thompson thing and switch from wing to center. He was awful at it. Yeah. And I'm just like, why were you so adamant about wanting to switch to center when at wing you're one of the worst defensive players in the NHL? Yeah. yeah. Like, just hate
0: video games, Harm. Just admit it.
1: I big gamer, Patrick. Yeah, Ornay. exactly. I, I hate his video game, video game tendencies. Bad habits. No time can't Fortnite. win with that.
2: Yeah. I found, <laughs> who was it? Who did I pull up that had the same birthday as me that I was like, oh, you can win with a birthday. Like that. <laughs> who was it? It was right before the show. It was some name that shouldn't be mentioned, but he had the same birthday as me. I don't know why. I can't Levy. <laughs> Wait, was it Sam Gerard? No, it wasn't Gerard. Yeah. So of course, Ollie Levy goes fifth overall in this draft. I need to find it. Someone had the same birthday as me. Ryan Lindgren. There it is. He's a good player. Yeah. And he's got a birthday you can win with and some facial hair you can win with. Look at that mustache on Ryan Lindgren. Yeah. Same birthday. Although different year by two. Anyways. Okay. Honorable mention to Ross Colton says Sam Wilson in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Also, here's, here's one for, for both of us to weigh, because the two players we dislike. PLD for seven more years or line A for two more years?
0: Line A. I'd have to really think long and hard about that because the hardest thing to do in the NHL is to score goals. And he went to Columbus when he had John Tortorella as his coach. And they've been a disaster the last few years. Look, I'm not praising him by any means, but I just think shooting talent alone, especially how good he was when he came in. And he's you got some contract flexibility there. So
1: you think
2: so? So you would take Line A Grady is what you're saying? You would rather have Line A for two more years than PLD for seven?
0: (sighs) I disagree. Coming into the season, I would have said Dubois. Sure, but now that he's got that big price tag in term, I don't know. But now I'm also I'm going big brain galaxy mode
2: here and saying the cap's going up. There's Mm -hmm. there's a world where the final years of that Dubois contract are like a
1: steal. Kopitar is not going to be around forever, right? Yeah, I'm going Dubois. Yeah, me too. Especially because you want Dubois. Liney can't stay healthy. Yeah. He's only played 18 games this year, only 55 yeah. games That's last a year, 56 games the year before, and even in the shortened 56 game year, six game season, he only played 45 games. So the guy can't stay healthy. He's made of glass. That's fair.
2: You got all that hindsight. All that hindsight. And I could have looked up Jordan Kyrie's face off stats.
1: Setter <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Kyrie. Yeah, I was center. like, what?
2: Okay. Um yeah, a lot of a lot of feedback here. A lot of feedback. Anything else you wanted to get to in this redraft segment? This took us about twenty minutes, but uh, anything else you wanted to get to in the redraft segment before we move on?
1: No, I think. Uh, what was your favorite we part of it. this
2: exercise? Because people are saying in the chat, which I appreciate. People are pointing out that we still need to do our, and this is off-season content. Yeah, we still need to do our. You remember how we did? We raid graded all the trades oh, that yeah. the betting regime made. We, or excuse me, that the Alvine Rutherford yeah. regime has made. We got to go back and do the betting one. And I think it would be more interesting in the off season yes. when presumably this team, this management regime has gone out and made a big splash instead of little move here, little move here. That's worked, made a big splash. How has their big splash looked in hindsight by the time we get to the off season? Like what does Elias Lindholm look like on this team? What did they give up to acquire him? When we look back, we did
0: it? that exercise. in like a few minutes after they traded for Zadorov, which that's right. Has been that,
2: that was that day. That's yeah. right. And that's another win. That's yeah. another win. Um, Okay. What was your favorite part of the exercise arm?
1: I think just fine. Like figuring out which guys I don't like. Yeah. To, like who's my PL Dubois, right? Yeah. And it's line. A. It's line. A. I'm also not a huge Kairou fan. Yeah. You uh, really don't like Kairou. And I think Kairou good. He's good, but noted center. I just don't like small. I mean, he's not that small, but he's light. Doesn't win POC battles, turns POCs over bad defensively. Do you want to hear a hot take? I think, I think I don't like that player type is the guys that pad their stats and can put up a lot of points and goals are power play merchants, but don't actually help their line mates.
2: Trevor Holness bringing up and we'll get to that in a sec. Sorry, Trevor Holness in the Facebook chat bringing up a really good point. The Horvat trade wasn't a big splash. He yes, asked because I said they haven't really made a big splash. Absolutely correct. It was a big splash. It was. That was that Hironic was too. H- Hironic and Horvat were the two that we really graded them on where we said, OK, this was them trying to make a big impact on the team. Full marks. We both gave them wins on that one. What I was trying to say is they'll have another one to their name in a season where it really, really matters. Like, not that those trades didn't matter, but this is a trade that they're going to make to give this team the best chance at winning the Stanley Cup this season. And, you know, it might have other stuff attached to it as well. I'm just interested to see what it looks like when we have one more trade, because, look, Jim Benning tried to make a lot of big splashes. He was just jumping into the shallow end, unfortunately. I think
1: we were... Last time the Canucks were aggressive buyers for getting the Toffoli because they were like a fringe playoff team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We must've been like 11 or 12 years old. Literally.
2: What? When they were really aggressive buyers.
1: Yeah. And like, not oh, and not Toffoli. Yeah. Not Toffoli because they weren't cup contenders what did do that year. At the that was more to deadline. replace
2: Besser. What did they do at the 2015?
1: I don't think they did anything much.
2: Grady, you're older. Can you uh help us out here? When was the last big
0: trade? Uh, well, that the year before they made the, the Luongo trade. And then the year before that was Derek Roy, Sammy Paulson, which didn't really work out. <laughs> but that counts adding at the deadline. They yeah, were legit contenders sure. So but that was also Mike Gillis. Yeah. yeah. So Mike Gillis regime. 2015.
2: They sold. They after. sold in 2015. Like
0: after. Well, the year after, remember, people were, were pissed because they didn't trade for Bada and Ham Hughes.
2: The 2015's big 2015 regime's big splash ahead of the trade deadline. I'm gonna let you guess, Harmon. Mm. He was traded to the Calgary Flames for a second round pick that turned out to be Sven Berchi. Oh Rasmus yeah. Anderson. Anderson, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was Sven Bercy. Um yeah, that was
1: their that was their big trade. And hey, I, I remember being fifteen at the time and thinking Sven Bercy's awesome. You know what? Yeah. That actually the idea of giving up a second round pick for Bercy. It's good process. It's, it's I actually don't mind the process at all. It's just unfortunate that the second round pick turned into a- Anderson. And the bigger problem was that they continued firing those those darts, just traded all their second and third round picks away. For these reclamation project type guys, most of which didn't even hit the way Berchi at least provided some NHL yeah. value yeah. for a couple of He seasons. was
0: good with Horvat just because they had nothing. Remember Berchi, Horvat, and Besser? Mm-hmm. Now, the problem, of course, with Berchi was his concussions, and they had given him like a multi-year extension, which then got messy. You remember they sent him down to Utica, and poor guy was going through it mentally. But uh, yeah, I think, and also too, You don't know at the time that they're going to get a right shot defenseman in Rasmus Anderson. So it wasn't the worst bet to make. It's just the end result doesn't look back favorably.
2: Okay, I got a hot take. Yeah, Maybe it's not even a hot take at this point because he's really, like, he's gone through a lot of stuff and he's starting to figure it out now. I shouldn't say figure it out, but he's starting to really get back to who everybody thought he was going to be. Connor Ingram will be at least a top three goalie from that draft class. You know, you've got Philip Gustafson. You've yeah. got Carter Hart. Connor Ingram's going to be a top three goalie from that. Yeah, test.
1: that's not even a hot take. I, I'm with you. I with, like Connor uh, Ingram a lot. One. He's been a Good Saskia boy.
2: Yeah. Hairlines just leaving him. I feel him. I feel him. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get to our anyone else segment because the chat is very active about this segment. So I'm excited to see what the chat has for us today. Let's get to anyone else presented by DoorDash. Oh, wait. Don't do that grady sorry dude
0: i just changed it
2: well i forgot to mention that that whole 2016 redraft segment was brought to you by the wendy's daily face-off survivor pool game shots on goal goals against average and points per game can make or break your week but don't overlook bpmm wendy's bacon portobello mushroom melt sure it may not help you win weekly prizes with wendy's and daily face-off survivor pool fantasy but unlike my predictions unfortunately this week it never disappoints so try your luck but don't push it because the bacon portobello mushroom melt is only back for a limited time. If you miss it, you won't get a second chance. Sign up for daily faceoff Survivor Pool Fantasy today, sponsored by Wendy's and the Wendy's app. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Presented by DoorDash. It's our listener's chance to get involved and hit us up in the YouTube live chat. And it's also our listener's chance to get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. That's right. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's all capital letters, NATION, and the numbers 25. Offer Valley in Canada, so Exchange, terms apply. Okay, I gave you lots of time to get your anyone else's in. <clears throat> and Jeremy Lee has started the exercise He said reviewing Benning's trades And man Are they underwhelming Yeah especially with hindsight What was one trade From the Benning regime This is my anyone else I want to chat to get involved too What was one trade from the Benning regime Where you remember everybody thinking It was a slam dunk And it turned out not to be that I have one at top of mind So I can give it to you If you want to think about it a
1: little uh, I got Jason Dickinson Jason Dickinson Okay yeah, Jason Dickinson's thought-
2: one of them I will say to a, maybe, maybe, maybe less so, but the first one that comes to mind is Derek Pouliot. Andre Pedan for yeah, Derek gonna go there. Just Everybody the thought Derek agreed. Pouliot was going to be like a top four defenseman when he came to Vancouver. I remember the narratives around the Pouliot trade. All I remember, I don't know who it was. It was an old host at 1040. I was listening in the car and I would, I, all I remember is hearing Benning on the radio station at the time and the host, I don't know who it was. It may have been our own Matt Scaris. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't scarce, but whoever it was said. Let's just say it was. Like, was giving him his flowers for that Pouliot trade. Like, just like, how did you find this guy? <laughs> um, this looks like a slam dunk. And, like, it was it was, He was phenomenal. an eighth overall
0: pick, right? Yep. And kind of fell out of favor in Pittsburgh. And if you remember, too, he was on those wagon Portland Winterhawks teams. With which Travis, Green? Travis Green and yeah. Sven Berchi and... Who else? Seth Get the whole bench. Jones, I think Ryan Johansson, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, but, but you know what you know, one I funny. liked yeah. quickly was acquiring Josh Levo for Michael Carcone, which is funny looking back out. now. I love Levo. I love that trade. And now, I,
2: I put that as a rare win of that yeah.
0: regime. <laughs> and now is like one of the best uh goals per 60 rate scores in yeah, the league. Yeah. But he plays like 10 minutes yeah. a night in Arizona. He's yeah. falling
1: out of favor. I for think he's the one shooting yeah. percentage yeah. bender. Yeah. It was fun while it lasts. Yeah. But
0: but that guy had toiled around in the minors for so long yeah. and like full credit to him for, you know, locking down a spot and producing at the start of the year. Where's Derek Pouliot playing this year? The uh, Texas
2: Stars in the AHL. He has 27 points. Cause I've, obviously, I I've pulled up his hockey DB page because you're talking about the you wagon. You don't know that off the top of your head? Come on. <laughs> We're talking about the wagon <laughs> Portland Winterhawks team, on? He wasn't like, again, I haven't I didn't watch the Portland Winterhawks in his draft year, but like for defenseman of the WHL to get drafted eighth overall and he's offense first, you would think, you know, he's got to put up a good amount of points. His point total in his draft year. 72 games, 11 goals and 48 assists for 59 points.
1: Those are like Jet Wu numbers. Well, no, that's like Jet Wu a year older.
2: Hmm, draft year jet woo. Hang on.
1: I don't think draft year Jet. Yeah, Wu draft your
2: jet woo was close, but a year older, jet woo outscored puliat And Pugliot's Puliot never put up Jet Woo numbers at any point. Oh no, his final year in the dub, so his plus two season. But yeah, it's just interesting. It's interesting looking back on these guys. We should do whole shows like this where we just all right, chat, give us a guy and let's talk about him. <clears throat> Ty David, did you guys get a Dyson Ice invite? Media does not go to Dyson Ice. Um unless you're like you know
0: pretend media
2: no that's not what i was gonna say grady that's rude Uh, if you're in in in-house media and i think there was a couple i think i think sat and dan did their show from there and they're not in-house media that's not what i'm saying just so i don't get clipped and everybody starts trying to start stuff um and people no ty i'm not gonna tell you who was there he's like was Faber there he's like asking me all this (laughs) stuff i don't know i don't know um <clears throat> anyways quads and harm what's your take on the san jose sharks third jersey can you pull this up grady the san jose Ooh, Sharks. i haven't you put
0: it in the work these these yet
2: absolutely not this just got thrown into the youtube live chat you gotta do it on the fly here. <laughs> a few minutes a few
0: minutes <laughs> <What> the <heck? laughs> process to get
2: these into this uh show okay this doesn't happen um, like that <clears throat> these new ones it's the fin they have a fin
1: did you see that Raffi Torres in the original teaser?
2: I thought you were gonna say, "Did what? you see Raffi Torres stepping yeah. Frank Brendan Carado? Gallagher last night?"
0: Oh, we'll get to that. Uh, the Nate Schmidt the trade, by the way, the Nate Schmidt trade with Vegas was pretty solid. Oh, that's third, another good one. Third or fourth yeah. router, I can't remember exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah, third rounder.
1: It like as in we thought it was gonna be good yeah. and it yeah. didn't work out. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But that didn't work out because they had no, <laughs>
0: no defensive system.
2: But anyways, um, this is what it looks like. Do you see it? The Finn jersey. Yeah,
0: I've seen it now. Do you got it upgraded? I'm working on it. Okay.
2: Uh, Sharks unveil new Cali Finn third jersey, pay tribute to Hispanic heritage of San Jose and dedicated fans. This is from the hockey news that I just read. That headline. Um, interesting. Called the Cali Finn. So I like the uh, the parts on the wrist that you know, like kind of the stripes. Yeah. I w- I've worn some striped sweaters, although I've been told not to.
1: I think this is sharp.
2: I like them. I'd like to see them. And you know what? The stadium series ones came out as well today. And I would like to see them all in full uniform. Oh, do you because, want those ones
0: too now? Yeah, if you want. Oh, okay. It's up to you. Um, Killing me here, Quad. Well, I didn't know it was that hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? You know what? It was solved all of this had you just put in the show prep.
2: But I didn't know we were going to talk about it. It's yeah. the Anyone else segment. Anything can happen. Also, Fair. Lock, Lachlan, who, uh, you know, used to work at. What's that place called, Lachlan? Fear the Finn? yeah yeah okay For the <laughs> um yeah that's uh Lachlan has some ties with the San Jose Sharks and they are mid they are mid uh I like the Devils Stadium Series jerseys they look like they might glow in the dark that might be cool and yeah there Grady's they are. got them up here yeah you know I don't know I don't I think the logo is kind of boring
1: yeah I wish here, they did let's bring in Lachlan here to, yeah to talk bring him about on, this. bring him on
0: Lachlan, what do you think what Lachlan, Lachlan? the hell man
1: Okay, so I think that I think the cir- the big round logo on the front looks super weird like it's so clear it's an it's supposed to be the patch on the shoulder. Yes. that it just doesn't lo- and they have another patch on the shoulder that says Northern California on it that looks basically the same. It just has kind of the state like the state outline on it as well. So i am kind of I I think it would have just looked better with the regular shark logo for them. I don't know why they would not want to use that logo considering it's one of the best in hockey. Mhm good take good take huh? good is take. my job in jeopardy here <laughs> can you
2: uh actually we'll get to the game series after you take your time Grady. no rush we got a lot of other thank so. you David. uh this brennan gallagher hit let's talk about that you oh, want to yeah. go there how many games uh, we don't have to show the
1: clip well i think it's a phone hearing so it can't be longer than five
2: yes okay so i said it was going to be five and i i was i was hanging out with my buddy yesterday and he's like it's got to be seven i was like, "Dude." it's nhl player safety they're not giving him 7 games they're not giving him 7 games but that was legitimately like raffy torres level and not to diminish how bad raffy torres hits were but it was bad like it was it was very very bad
1: really violent i agree with you five sounds about right
0: i wouldn't have even minded longer to be honest well when you got a guy running the department of player safety that has a clothing line called violent gentlemen
2: those hats I they Violent uh, <laughs> the gentlemen i found out
0: they tend to uh side on this uh, side of being a little too light. quickly on Rafi torres we interviewed him last year on sakaris and price and we were talking about his his some of his questionable hits and he's like unprompted he's like yeah, I'm driving down the street and I see someone at a crosswalk with their head down texting, and I just want to get out of my car and <laughs> deck them in the head.
2: <laughs> what? That uh, is not normal behavior. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Oh, that's not awesome. It's fu- he was joking, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. That he was he
0: though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, yeah, that hit though, it was bad. Like it was bad. And for those that haven't seen it, you can look it up. Uh, Adam Pelich as carrying the puck out of the Islanders zone and Gallagher just sees him.
1: Just... And Pelic has had injury problems this year.
2: Dude, and
1: poor guy. it wasn't
2: even close to being a hockey play. Like, it was just a, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> like, I'm going to lead with my elbow. Like, he has the opportunity to hit him in the head with his shoulder, which isn't good. Pellich has his head down, so you have the opportunity to hit him in the head with your shoulder, which is not... Not any better, but it is a little bit better than lifting up your elbow and clipping them in the face like that's bad. that was a bad hit, yeah, five games I say I say it should be seven, but we know it's gonna be five max. I'm going to guess I guess from the start that it would be
1: five games. well, five seems logical, so it'll probably be four two.
2: Two and a fine. <laughs> Someone's like two. So yeah, Ty David, probably two games. $5,000 no, fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Oh, wait, did it just get announced? It just got announced as we were talking oh, about really? it. Five games, five games oh, for okay. Gallagher. Jeez, man.
0: Five Department days. of Player Safety strikes again.
2: Five games. Yeah. Okay. Do, Do you get... want to see these jerseys?
0: Yeah, stadium let's bring up
2: the yeah, stadium series. Let's okay. pull them up. We'll bring John Scott back on the show to talk about player safety. Yeah, Philly Philly just said We're What gonna, do we have to do? Oh, yeah. uh, here's what we already have.
0: Uh New Jersey said those aisles are ugly. They oh, are. Some so, of the photos I was just looking at they almost look red. I know they're going for the orange look, but
2: the Isles ones look like the Oilers crappy alternates from yes, that one season. Yeah.
0: They'd look like knockoff ones you'd find at Zellers back in the day. Well, that's the what the kinda Rangers like ones like too. Yeah, the Oilers old ones where they didn't have like any Yeah, yeah. let um can you hear me,
1: Grady?
2: I just said that. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm only the, doing
0: three things at once.
2: <laughs> the Rangers one. Um, that's the one that I've got. That's kinda, the best one, I think. Okay. I I'm I'm glad you said that because I'm I'm undecided on how I feel about it. I think it I think the the worst one is the IELTS one. Yes. The Flyers one is just, okay, you didn't try, which is fine, but you didn't try, so I'm not even gonna rank it. And then
1: I kind of like the devil's one. I like the devil's one the most. I do. I do. Grady,
2: do you like the devil's one more than the rangers one?
1: Mm, or do you? Or sorry,
2: other way around, because you like the rangers one. Did you like the rangers one? Yeah, the devil's one's, one's
0: not bad. I, I really like red and black. I just the want
2: the devil's one here. to glow in the dark. That's all I'm going to say. If it glows in the dark, it's 10 out of 10. Coolest thing ever.
0: I like light up shoes, glow at, in the dark. <laughs> at least it doesn't say jersey across oh, those it. Uh, those something are something else.
2: Helmet gloves. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stadium game series. Okay. Do we have anything else here? Lock in the crease. Lou Lamarello hates flashy jerseys. <laughs> Love it. <clears throat> okay. Anything else that we uh, want to get in the uh, YouTube live chat here? I don't think I see anything. I think that's it for today. So with that, let's move on to our brief game preview of Saturday's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, which, mean, which means it's time for our Light the Lamp contest brought to you by our friends at four wins brewing wow this is funny okay so you know how we do this where i look at what my script was last time because my scripts are my ad scripts are based on days of the week so yesterday i read out some team what colorado i read out colorado or Wednesday. you got the
1: right one this time
2: wednesday i read out colorado or didn't read it out but i said that was the last team written someone's like holy cow colorado was so long ago someone looked it up and said yeah the last wednesday the canucks played on was against the Colorado Avalanche. So guess who is on this one? The last time the Canucks played, and we did a read for a Saturday. Not the last time the Canucks played on a Saturday. One where the Canucks played in the morning. So we did a short. It was Columbus. So my script already says it. There you go. Vancouver is playing Columbus tomorrow night. We want to know who's going to score the first goal for Vancouver. If you nail it, you could win a $25 gift card to the four wins tap room located at 72nd and river road in Delta enter by following us on social media. Keep an eye out for the scheduled post. That's going to go out tomorrow and comment who you think will light the lamp and score the first goal tomorrow night. Winners will be contacted directly. Check us out at Canucks army or at Canucks convo on Twitter at Canucks on Instagram and Canucks army on Facebook. And make sure that you ask about Four Winds Light Light Lager at your local liquor store or have some delivered to your front door through the online shop at Four fourwindsbrewing.ca. Four Winds Brewing. Got some right behind us. And, and folks, in the YouTube live chat, let me know. Do you like the Four Winds for those watching? Oh, yeah. Do you like the Four Winds more behind or in front? Because I like it behind. I like the desk to be a little more clean. And uh, I put him behind. I made the executive decision to put him behind. I can't point on camera for some reason. Quick
0: quick tip for your quads. Mm -hmm. When you're referencing days in broadcasting, don't say today, tomorrow, yesterday. Say Friday, Saturday, because there's a good chance that people watching this might not be watching the same day so then you really throw them for the loop and then you invite trolls into the comments and say, does david not know what day of the week it is blah, blah, they would blah. be correct <laughs> <laughs> all you young whipper young whippersnappers out there just remember that no i know you age yourself 10 years by saying <laughs> <know>. young whippersnappers <laughs>
1: okay,
0: i don't think go. i've ever used that
2: uh sam wilson <laughs> Sam Wilson asked in the chat, why did you guys pick 2016? And Grady responded in the chat and said, because, because Quads is a PLD hater. And a few people pointed out that uh, Quads is... Uh... <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah I'm I am a little petty. Sh- we should have done 2014 first. 2014, yeah. The Vertanen draft. Yeah. Who did you have guys taken? Quickly? Oh, I gotta William We'll Eilers, save that for another. Thatcher Demko. No, not that early. No, I would you just said no goalies
2: Best in the last one now you're changing the history. rules again for those that this saw guy. the wongo play was he as good as Thatcher? Oh, <laughs> mr. Booth, mr booth yeah. put out a tweet he goes for those of you that saw pavel beret play was he as good as connor garland
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was hoglander i think oh was it yeah uh, whatever it was so good
2: so funny okay um Anything you actually wanted to preview about the Columbus Canucks game? They're going to play. I'll be in the building. Uh, We're going to have a full stanchies. It's going to be a good one. Canucks have a long break after that. Um, Then they got the all-star week. I've delivered our show schedule already, but I'll do it again for this show. Uh, We're going to be back on Monday, Tuesday, away Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think Tuesday's show, Harmon, we're going to have to do some drafting of all-star teams. Although... You never really know Ooh. how it's gonna go, but let's both put we're ourselves draft
1: all-star teams. I think so. We're gonna split hairs between. I guess. Okay. You know what we're, we're gonna,
2: gonna do? That? You know what? Well, you know what we're gonna do? It, Grady, is Lachlan here next week?
0: Yes. Okay. We'll
1: each
2: be a captain. Everybody's a captain. I call Tate McRae. I was just going to say, you're drafting Tate
0: (laughs) McRae overall, aren't you?
2: Tate McRae is my assistant captain
0: for mine. Of course she is.
2: Yeah, you can be uh, whoever you want. You can be Quinn Hughes and Michael Bublé. I'm going to be Tate McRae. Who's Tate McRae's assistant captain? McKinnon. Oh, McKinnon. (laughs) Sure. I'll be McKinnon with Tate McRae. Grady and Lachlan, you figure out who you want to be. That'll be our exercise for Tuesday. We're going to do a draft, a live draft. That's literally going to be all of Tuesday's show is a live draft and we're going to know, know who you want. We're going to make a draft board of all the all-stars and we're going to do a live draft. And then we're going to look at the end, build some graphics. People can vote on who had the best all-star draft.
1: I just oh, no. wish Dubois, this was a year where somehow Dubois was an all-star so he could force quads into somehow
2: drafting him. Tate would never. Tate knows her. <laughs> Tate knows hockey. You know, Tate McCray's brother played in the uh, AJHL. Yeah. We still haven't talked about the BCHL-AJL stuff, but it's, a, it's 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 actually a pretty um significant topic that I think I want to slow down, make sure I have all the right information before coming out, because it's not like Clay Stevenson. It's not like the Coquitlam Express. I can't just come spew off like I usually do. I really do want to make sure we cover it properly. So basically what we know is that five AJHL teams are going to come to the BCHL next year, but... Everything's gone quiet. Everything's gone kind of quiet lately. The AJHL has started to cancel games for unrelated reasons, uh, but we will see what happens. Contact your sources, pal. Come on, let's get on it. Kind of what I got to do. It's just, uh, it's been a week, man. It's been a busy week. Anyways, um, we'll do it. <clears throat> also, Lachlan has called McDavid and Will Arnett. I called Tate McRae. I'm just saying.
0: Uh,
1: I'll take, I'll take Hughes and the Hughes brothers. Okay.
0: All right. <clears throat> Moving on. Yep anything columbus
2: vancouver
1: i don't know man columbus is just such a meh team
2: better win like, like i'll say I, that
1: <laughs> i'll say this Voronkov and Fantilli are a ton of fun to watch mm-hmm. so is johnson they've got some yep. talented fun on. uh young forwards but man i i really team... don't like cole sillinger but also like Who look at what they did in the tape mccray Sorry, go on. Uh, Look at what they did in the offseason, right? Like, they went out and signed Severson to a contract that's going to age terribly. They did the Benning thing where they tried to make a push for the playoffs, make win-now moves, yet they're not close to being a win-now team. They've still got good Branson on the books. And
0: now they're already listening to offers on Provorov. Yeah, that's what I was about to bring up. Did you see the report today that they're listening on guys like
2: Provorov and Like, oh. Yeah, that's just that's a mess. That that's the no plan plan, right? Like that's Goudreaux exactly had what we're an seeing. awful year. Yeah, exactly. They had
0: a great pool of young talent. It just feels like they just got a little too far ahead of themselves. Too quick. Too quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Uh let's get
2: to our Betway Bet of the Day and get out of here on this Friday afternoon. Betway bet of the day is brought to you by our friends over at Betway. Grady, can you pull up the Pacific Division betting odds? Because there's two in here. One's an actual bet of the day, the other are the updated Pacific Division winner betting odds. Take a look at this, Harmon. Minus 150, the Vancouver Canucks are the favorite. In second, with plus 275 odds, Edmonton Oilers. Second best odds at winning the Pacific. The Vegas Golden Knights, all the way down to 375 and LA. Um, they're getting close Three to San falling. Jose Sharks territory. Uh, with plus 900 odds, they're not actually that close to San Jose Sharks, but they've slipped out. Let, let that me was guess. A, that was a very, very close race when we were talking about it, what two, three weeks ago, Harmon. We were talking about the who could win the Pacific. Now it looks, you know, there's a clear favorite here. Yeah. the Vancouver Canucks.
1: And it's funny that Edmonton is now the legit uh contender for Vancouver for that uh position now, man. They they're, are catching up, they're hot. Honestly, I don't think it's the worst thing because. I know people like to make fun of Edmonton, but I did not. Sure, I, I, I'm i totally fine if the Canucks end up playing Edmonton in the playoffs. I'm not worried about that matchup. But I would prefer playing... Like, imagine finishing uh, really high in your division, really high in the Western Conference, and you end up having to play Edmonton round one. Yeah, I'd rather play in LA. I'd rather play in Nashville, in Arizona. So I, I think Edmonton surging so long as they don't pass Vancouver by the end of the season is a good thing.
2: Whoa. I i didn't think we'd see the day. I know we have new listeners cause I've seen the metrics, but we have someone in the YouTube live chat who doesn't know. He's like, who's Faber. Oh no. Oh, that's going to hurt Faber's ego. I'm going to text him immediately. Brock Faber. Yeah. Not Brock Faber, Chris Faber, the old co-host of this show.
0: So bringing it back to your bat way, bat quads. Yeah. You're picking the ducks or sharks at plus twenty or thirty thousand, <laughs> aren't you? You it's sicko. free money.
2: Ten dollars returns to two hundred grand. Oh <laughs> okay.
0: man, you'll retire. Uh,
2: pull up the actual bet, Grady, because people are gonna like it. It's the Vancouver Canucks to win the Pacific Division at ten dollar bet at minus one fifty odds will return you sixteen dollars and sixty seven cents. Must be nineteen plus play. If you choose to play, please play responsibly that was a fun week of shows and i really enjoyed doing the redraft with you harm that's going to be a nice little thing to do uh, our little retrospective shows we'll be back on monday folks we'll be back again on tuesday for our all-star game draft i think we'll have a lot of fun with that i'm looking forward to getting to work with tate mccray It's going to be a good time all right for my co-host harman dial our technical producer grady sass and our intern lachlan Irvin. my name is david quadrelli thank you so much for listening to another episode of the canucks conversation Canucks conversation with Harmon and Quads every weekday at 2 p.m. Be sure to check it out on the Canucks Army YouTube channel. And if you missed it, go check it out on your favorite podcast catcher
0: app.